And once again, you're listening to the Local Rush Hour here on WRFA. Jason Sample in the studio with you. And on the telephone, we have a guest joining us who is performing in Jamestown tomorrow night. It's an exciting weekend for comedy, and it kicks off on Friday night with an appearance by Yanis Pappas, who is coming all the way from Brooklyn, New York, to perform at the Lucy Desi Tropicana Room. Two shows tomorrow night on Friday night. With that being said, let's welcome our guest uh, on, on the air. Yanis, thanks for taking time out and talking with us today. Thank you, thank you. And you and when you said all the way from uh, Brooklyn, New York, yeah, it, you mean it. I mean, I had no idea Jamestown was forty years away from Brooklyn. <laughs> I should have flown. I should have flown into ba- I should have flown to Buffalo. But even Buffalo is an hour and a half to Jamestown. Yeah, it takes a while to get here, but sometimes they say it's it's worth the wait. Other times, maybe not so much. But uh, this is your first time to Jamestown, then, right? Obviously, if you didn't weren't aware of how far away we actually are from uh, the other end of the state, you you had no idea we were um, basically closer to Detroit, Michigan, and Cleveland than New York City. Yeah, I mean, you know, New York City kids like myself were really arrogant and stupid. You know, like. We, we can't even believe there's a world outside of New York City. So I didn't even know the state went that direction. I thought I was you can only go up. Well, so that's how stupid we are. You have arrogance and you have ignorance. So I guess we'll, we'll take the other side of that coin and say, James, down <laughs> a lot of ignorance over on this side. But uh, don't, don't sweat it. So you're going to be performing at the, um, at the Tropicana Room at the Lucy Desi Center. Of course, it's, it's sp- sponsored or presented by the National Comedy Center. And I'm sure you've read about the National Comedy Center. But since you haven't been to Jamestown yet, you haven't visited the National Comedy Center. What do you know about it? And, and are you going to have an opportunity to check it out before you do your show or even afterward? Absolutely. I mean, I'm 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 on the hunt for Q at all times. So, like, I may even leave today, and if there's a couple of cute stops on the way to Jamestown, I'm gonna get out and see as much history as possible. I got a podcast called History Hyenas with me and Chris Stefano, and if there's anything for me to see in Jamestown, historical or cultural, like the National Comedy Center, I'm gonna definitely carve out a little bit of my day and, and see all the cute stuff. Well, I don't know if it's cute, but we do have the Robert H. Jackson Center, which, uh, if you don't know, Robert Jackson was a Supreme Court justice who tried the Nuremberg War Crimes trials. Not exactly cute. That's that's not so cute. <laughs> but but it is historical, and if you're a fan yeah. of history, that's something you want to take in. They've got a great uh, display there, and then, of course, you got the Lucille Ball stuff. Roger Tory Peterson, a natural artist, is from Jamestown. we got a lot of things going on here. That's great. I'm going to check all that stuff. So, so let's talk about your, your stand-up. So you talked about your podcast, and I was going to ask you about that. Now, I'll get back to that in a moment, but, but I also want to talk about your stand-up routine. You're a very successful stand-up comedian. You've uh, been doing this for a while. Your, um, your, your comedy album, Let Me Be Honest, was named SiriusXM's 2016 Comedy Album of the Year. So uh, you, you got some street cred, as they say. Um, what kind of an approach or what's your basic um, uh, approach to doing stand-up comedy when you, when you get an audience in front of you and does it differ between having like a large auditorium as opposed to like a small club setting? Uh, comedy is so fun when it's a small setting. It's fun uh, coming up in New York City. That's how a lot of the rooms are. It's intimate. I think it's it's a better experience for the audience member than it is for the comedian. At that time, we enjoy it, but like you know, a real a real vacation show for us is like a big theater. Because you hear those roars, you get that energy, and if you got a thousand people in the theater, if five hundred are laughing, it sounds unreal. 
Um, but if you're an audience member at like a show, 90 people, 80 people, 50 people, it's just so intimate and so many things happen in the moment during those shows because it's so intimate. You don't just go through your routine because you can maybe talk to the crowd a little bit. You know, it's a very, every show is more unique when it's a smaller venue. And I'm excited by both for different reasons. So if, uh, yeah, if there's people in Jamestown, I mean, they need to come out to the show. I mean, what else is going on in Jamestown besides, besides uh, a comedian you never heard of coming to perform at the Lucille Ball Theater? I think there's a, uh, a Moody Blues cover band. That's about it. There you go. So it's between we 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 should do a fight to the death, me and them, and then whoever wins gets all of Jamestown to come. <laughs> right on. Again, we're talking with Yanis Pappas. He's uh, performing in Jamestown on Friday night. Two shows at the Tropicana Room in the Lucy Desi Center in downtown Jamestown. His first show in Jamestown. So so when people ask you, Yanis, what kind of comedy do you do? Uh, do, do you have a, a general uh, description of what comedy you do, or do you really cover the gamut from uh, national politics to observational stuff with with family and friends? Uh, what, what kind of comedy do you do? Yeah, I uh, it's it's autobiographical. I do a little social commentary. I think it's a mix of both autobiographical and social commentary. I mean, that seems to be what my genre is. I actually just released a new special uh, called um, Blowing the Light um, that was produced by Andrew Schultz, and I just put it up on YouTube free because that's the era we live in. So people can go watch it now. It's called Blowing the Light. And it's my hour stand-up special. I released it like a couple weeks ago. So go check it out. Right on. So you mentioned your podcast earlier, History Hyena, is a very successful podcast. I was scoping it out earlier, and you've had some heavy hitters on there. Uh, not to say that you and your co-host are not heavy hitters, but it seems like you have a good thing going here. What is it about podcasting in this day and age that seems to have caught on uh, with people and, and become such a popular medium to hear comedians uh, talk about things and, and entertain people? Yeah, we just had Jim Gaffigan on, and then we just had Bill Burr on um, the last episode. Podcasts, I think, um, really encapsulate uh, the shift in, um, in, in media uh, with the Internet. Um, it's a real narcissistic time, and people have so many options for entertainment, and you can choose the entertainment you want to listen to. Um, you know, thousands of channels on the television. I mean, endless options on the Internet. Um, so what's happened is it's kind of come full circle, which is wild. The, the, the more the technology has gotten advanced, the, the more we've kind of, I don't want to say regressed, but we've gone back to sort of radio. And the reason for that is, I believe, is because nobody really wants to set, a, set aside any time to check you out because there's so many options. And like I said, it's a narcissistic time. So what people want to do is they want to include you into what they're already doing. And podcast is the perfect way to do that. You know, if you're, you're at the gym or you're doing laundry or you're driving in your car, you know, nobody wants to be bored for one second anymore. That's how we've been conditioned with phones. It's like, you know, you go to the bathroom, you don't even you, you go to the bathroom without your phone, you're going to have a panic attack. So it's like whatever people are doing, they include your podcast into it. So you can listen to somebody while you're doing other things. And I think that's why podcasts, have become almost like the new TV shows. I mean, you could be on a TV show and nobody will know who you are. You know, it's like I have some friends who are on like primetime television shows and they don't sell tickets. And then there's guys who have podcasts who are selling out across the country, sometimes the world. So, it, 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 you know, the proof's in the pudding. 
Right. I know I get a sense that I'm almost eavesdropping in on a couple of uh, friends or, or just uh, folks talking and, and sharing ideas. And it's a very spontaneous approach to uh, talking about things and, and being funny while doing it as well. There really is no script when you, when you do your podcast, right? It's kind of, hey, let's bring in this guest. Let's talk to them and, and see which way um, the wind blows. Absolutely. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, it's totally spontaneous. And even uh, my buddy Bennington, who's uh, has a radio show on Sirius, he said, you know, comedians used to come in in like the 80s and 90s. And he's like, they weren't funny on the radio because all comedians were conditioned to do was do their act. You know, and like being on the radio, they would try to do their act. Whereas now comedians have come up, the comedians in my era, we have to be able to riff. We got to be able to be funny and interesting, you know, for long periods of time without doing our act. So it's just, you know, a different time, um, and it's the the change in technology. Much like when it went from radio to TV, and the conditioning changed. When it went from you know network television to cable television, the conditioning changed. It's like you see a late night set um, in the '80s. Now you're like, it's not even funny. But if you saw it in the '80s, you were like, wow, this is so funny because that's all you knew. But then cable came and changed your sensibility, and, and the internet came, and, and so on and so forth. Your sensibilities keep changing. So now jokes almost seem contrived, because people are listening to podcasts, so they hear your act, and it almost feels contrived because they've heard you riff for an hour and be funny and interesting for an hour. So it's, it's actually, I think, changing now, again, into this whole, like, where you know people are starting to do live podcasts, like me and Chris, we're doing our right. first live podcast at the New York Comedy Festival, and it's like, that's happening a lot now. So you're probably going to start to see that become as popular as stand-up comedy. Right, and that's that was the direction I was going. Is Do you see a, a point in time where podcasting will be as popular as uh, what we typically feel is stand-up comedy, where it's just one guy, one microphone, and a stage and a spotlight on him? Uh, again, the, these... Uh, podcasting seems like it's a lot more impromptu, more spontaneous. A couple of guys sitting on the couch in front of a room full of people. It's, it's pretty entertaining stuff. We've done it here a few times uh, when we have guests in for the National Comedy Center, and people gravitate toward it almost more than when a stand-up comedian comes to town. It's, it's kind of interesting to see this dynamic unfold and, and see where it will evolve in the next few years. For sure. I mean, I, I've been saying that, I, you know, I'm adamant about it. I say it all the time, and, you know, uh, I, you can see it, you can feel it. You can you can see it in uh, in that some of the weekends are now being taken by live podcasts because the live podcasts are just moving more tickets than the individual comedians. And also, like you said, when you watch a live podcast, it's it's so it's entertaining and it's 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 um, in this era it kind of works because you know it's kind of low pressure, low pressure. Where you see a stand-up comedian like this guy's got it's just him. So to be entertaining, you really got to get a laugh like every couple seconds, but. You know, when you're doing a podcast, it's like this free-flowing conversation. People are engaged. There's, there's a dynamic between a few people. It's a little low pressure in that the audience can kind of look at their phone, kind of tune out for a second, tune in, tune out. And, and that's the era we live in now. I mean, nobody has an attention span to last more than a couple of seconds. We're all like dogs in a dog park. <laughs> Good way to describe it. Uh, and and I, I could talk with you about this and all kinds of other things for uh, the next uh, 40 minutes if we could. Unfortunately, we're running short on time. You know how it is in the radio business. We don't get to go on as long as we would like uh, with the podcasting, for example. So so just getting back to your show tomorrow night at the Tropicana Room in Jamestown, I believe some limited number of tickets are still available. Any final pitch you want our listeners to know about before uh, we send you on your way and, and get ready to greet you tomorrow? Um, just, uh, you know, if anyone wants to, you know, message me, you know, we live in an era where you could just reach out and message me 
If you know of any cute stuff you want to do, if you want to take me to any museums, you want to show me around Jamestown, let me know. I'm always curious, and I can't wait to get to Jamestown. And if you don't come to the show, then, like, I don't know what you're doing. I don't, it's like I'm going to consider that a violent act against me and my family if you don't come to this show because you should greet me as a guest, and we're going to have a great time. It's going to be a great show. You can go, if you want to research me before to see if I'm funny, just go to uh, Bill Burr is my name and <laughs> check out all my clips. I'm a proven guy. And uh, you're going to love it. So I can't wait to be in Jamestown. Very good. Good stuff. Yanis, uh, we got to go. We want to thank you so much for uh, talking with us. Yanis Pappas is playing tomorrow night in Jamestown at the Tropicana Room. Two shows. Stop on by the National Comedy Center website to get your tickets. And we'll give you more details as we uh, get closer to the time 24 hours from now. Yanis, thanks so much for taking time out and talking with us today. We do appreciate it. Jason, so much fun, man. Thank you for having me.